The book of Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 to 40. The Bible said in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 to 14. They said during the days of Jesus. During the days of Jesus' life on earth. He offered up prayer and petitions with fervent cry and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. I want you to take note of that. He was heard because of his reverent submission. Son, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him and was designated by God to be higher priest, the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. This was Paul talking. He said, we have much to say about this. About this submission he's talking about. He said, we have much to say about this submission. But it is hard to make it clear to you because you have no longer tried to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who leaves a milk being still an infant, it is acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for those, for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Amen. I want to read the verse number 11 again. It said, we have much to say about this. But it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, it is a hard work. Tell your neighbor, it is a hard work. Now I want you to understand that Paul was not talking to unbelievers. He was talking to believers. And this Christian life we are in, it is not something very easy. It is not something to be taken for granted. It is not something that should be taken lightly. Because if it is not the strength of God that is being made available to us, because of a steadfast love that never ceases every morning, uh, that never ceases, but they are renewed every morning, that is the strength by which His love is ready to cause us to walk in the walk. That he has called us. The Bible said that because you have seized. Because you have come to a place. Where you have refused to understand. We can't share much with you. Regardless of the fact. That we have so much to share with you. The body of Christ have come to a place. Of not wanting to understand. Because I told you. Information is easy to acquire. But understanding takes so much. Than just hearing. We have so much believers, you quote the scriptures, they can end it for you. They are so associated with the Bible that they are not engaged with the Bible. Association will cover you up, will, leave, will lavish you out, will give you out. For you to get to a place of 
engagement, but engagement will not automatically come. It is a decision that one has to make. Now, when you read the text carefully, you will understand. He said, every high priest is taken from among men and is ordained for God for things pertaining to godliness. Now, I want you to understand that God cannot do anything until he finds a man. And if you avail yourself, God will use you. In my dialogue, there is a song that says that those that know not our God, if they worship him not, there is no problem. But those of us who know our God, if we don't worship him, there is a big problem. And I pray that today we will discover the truth. And only the truth carry the keys to open us to the greatness of God. And I pray that today you will receive the fullness of his glory in the name of Jesus. Last week I did explain to you that it is very important for you to understand that this work is so hard that if it is not, we are not provided with strength from above, there is no way we can entertain the greatness of God. Anytime you see hardship appearing in the world, get to know that God is getting ready to do something in the midst of the people of God. The Bible said that when God sent Moses to the land of Egypt, there was darkness in the whole of Egypt. But immediately the children of God discovered who they are and they located themselves in Goshen. And the Bible said once there was darkness in Egypt, there was light in Goshen. I pray today that even though you may be in the midst of the Egyptian, you will locate a place, a direction, an atmosphere that will change your life in the name of Jesus. When all men say there is a casting down, you have located yourself in a distinctive place under the shadow of the Almighty. And you will say of the Lord is my refuge and my fortress in whom will I trust. He said, yeah, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, he said, I will fear no evil because I know who I have said. The Bible said that they that know their God, they shall watch strong and they shall do as but Why? Because when they watch strong, it is a sign to tell you there was so many things surrounding their life that should have melted them. But the Bible said he will strengthen the feeble knee. The Bible said he will give strength to the weak. The Bible said that though the young lion may tarry, but they that wait upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings like eagle. They will run and not become weary. Why? Because everyone who runs become weary. But God will give you an amplified strength. I pray in the name of Jesus that as you begin to walk with God, may you engage into an atmosphere of God that will cause you to triumph beyond every limitation, that will cause you to triumph every barrier, that will cause you to lose yourself from every chain, that will cause you to come out of every shackles and every door that I've been shut before you. My Bible said in the book of Revelation, it said what I'm about to do in your life, oh you will never understand it, you will not comprehend it. It said in the book of Revelation, it said I will open the door before you that no man can shut I pray in the name of Jesus as you walk the walk of faith may you entertain God in the name of Jesus oh I am so much sad because uh, the world has become so intoxicated with troubling things uh, and the believers we cannot distinguish believers from unbelievers uh, because our language is the same uh, we say the world is becoming so tiring uh, the economy is getting so worse uh, if your language is changed what comes to you will also change uh, but the bible said that we will say of the lord uh, is our refuge and our fortress uh, he said that we will call things that are not uh, as 
as though they were. The Bible said that light didn't come out of light, but light came out of the darkness. I want to announce to somebody, your trouble will produce solution in the mighty name of Jesus. You don't understand what I'm talking about because God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, but the biastic of his greatness is predicated upon what you can think and what you can imagine. Precious, you may not have it in your hands, you may not hold it in your hands, but I want you to imagine it because that is the determining factor of how he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can think or imagine. You don't see your children yet in the university, but you want to imagine it. You don't see yourself riding in something wonderful, but you want to imagine it. I came to pray over your life that the intensity and the gravity of your imagination will be expanded in the name of Jesus. I pray over your life today that God will make room for you, for you to begin to imagine, for you to begin to think about it. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody shout a bigger amen. Oh, oh, things happen. I was, oh, I don't know, but uh, I came across a word, uh, addition, I came across a word yesterday, uh, and, 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 and I, when I saw the word, I thought I knew what it meant. Uh, I saw the word equitable, and when I saw the word equitable, it means fairness and impartiality. And God, I want you to understand that God, he said that he, he said that they that seek me will find me. It doesn't mean everybody in the house of God finds God. You only find him when you search him. The Bible says he's a God who delights in hiding and when he hides he wants you to seek him and he gave you the assurance that when you seek me you will find me. When you knock it shall be opened. When you seek you will find. When you ask you will receive. The Bible said he was talking to the disciples some time ago. He said that you have not because you ask not. It doesn't matter whether it is with you or not. Whether I have it beside you or not. If you don't ask me you can receive the, the qualification of receiving is based on action. I pray today, whatever you are lacking in your life, that is around your domain, that because of the fact that you don't believe you can receive it, I pray today that you will ask it in the name of Jesus. Oh, my brothers, my sisters, beloved, there is rich comfort in all believers in the fact that Christ is God's appointed and accepted high priest. God ordained him to do what he has done. And it's doing and doing it well according to the will of God. When I read the text carefully, he says something that you and I have to understand in the verse number 11 of Hebrews chapter 5. He said that we have much to say to you. You know the mystery about God? The more I begin to seek God, the more I begin to know that I didn't know Him. Do you understand what I just said? The more you begin to enjoy God, the more you begin to know that there is more that you don't know. I've told you several times, the weakness of a believer is the knowledge he has acquired. The Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. 
I want you to understand that Paul is saying that there is much that God can give to his people, even as a priest, as a pastor. There is much that I can. Let me say something to you. The Bible said that Moses was walking and he saw a bush burning, but the bush was not consumed. God didn't call him. Bible said he got interest in the bush burning, but not consumed. The Bible says he said, "Let me turn aside and see why the bush burned and is not consumed." The Bible said that when he made that decision, God called him. The problem we have is that we are not desiring to know God more. We have so much problem with the with the John chapter 4 in the church where we rely so much on what our fathers taught us. The word fathers there means the beginning, the source. The word father means source. And the Bible said that the woman who depended so much on what the fathers, the source told him, told her, the Bible said that Jesus said, you know not what you preach about. The problem we have in the church is that I told you that the first thing that determines our behavior is the information and the things we have heard. And the Bible said that when Jesus, who is the word, the Bible said that Jesus was walking with the disciples when he resurrected. He walked with them and they did not recognize that he was Jesus until he broke the bread. Most Christians, we are walking with Jesus but we are not breaking the bread. We are not desiring. The Bible said, deep call it unto thee. I like it when David expressed it, the feeling of wanting to know God. When you come to church, you come to change something that was not there before. When you come to church, you have the desire, the consciousness, and the elect, electing spirit within the fabric of your being to want to engage into heaven. Have, a, have an entertain, have this kind of entertaining angels before the presence of you. You want to see you. The Bible said that as the deer panted for the water broke, so my soul panted after you. I want you to begin to seek God, not by what somebody told you. The Bible said that he said, he said, I don't know what you are talking about. I know one thing I know for sure that once I was blind, but now I can see. You must have a personal, what I call, personal experiential knowledge about God. He said, there is much I want to share with you, but we can't share with you because you have refused. Because it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. What do you want to understand about God? I like it when Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Precious one, there is something about God. It doesn't mean that when you walk with God, there are times you walk with God, all doors shut on you. There are times you walk on God and they look and see what you are believing. It's not true. There is a place you will be with God. And if God doesn't give you the confidence that I've not forsaken you, it will look like God has forsaken you. There are times you get to and you don't hear anything from God. There are times you get to that thing becomes so hard on every side. There are times you get to a point where you don't know where help will come from. There are times you get to a point where there is no way. And the Bible said that when you get to that point where there seems to be no way, he said, I will make a way. Precious one, you have to desire. The 
Bible said that he wanted to explain it much to us. He said that Elijah is a man with like passion like you and I. He went on his knee and prayed. Why must I pray? I want to find out if there is something in prayer. If there is something that can change my situation. There are men who seek the face of God and pray and things change. Can I have a situation in my life that humanly it is impossible. And I will entertain the grace of prayer within it. And see whether I will will find solution in it. We have so much to talk about fasting. Have you fasted to change the situation before? It is not just for our cognitive perception. But it is for us to come to the place not for the idealist alone, but to come to the place of the pragmatic, to practicalize the scriptures. I promise you the next generation is going to lose because they are not. The Bible said that when they left Egypt, they said that people who come before us may not be able to resonate with this. They will not be able to understand this. What are we going to do? We have to create an atmosphere. We have to create something they can resonate with. They can relate to. The Bible said they did what? There's a big stones. On this way, pick the stones and hold them. Do you understand what is meant by picking the stone and walking with them? In the place of dryness, in the place of tiredness, you are holding the stone. Why? Why are you holding a stone when you are tired? In the wilderness, when you get tired, you drop the stones. You empty the luggage on you. You, you make it lighter to be able to walk and to be able to gain your strength. The Bible says, I don't want you to drop the stones. I want you to carry the stone to the promised land. Why? Because the next generation will come. And when they ask you, why do you take so much entertainment? Why do you take so much privilege? Why do you take so much delight in these stones? We will tell them where we used to be. Praise the Lord. If 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 you have given birth to a child and you have not entertained the child in the presence of God, then you have not done a good job. Praise the Lord. Some of us, our parents taught us how to come to the altar, how to seek the face of God. And as a result of that, we are here today. I pray that today you will find rest in God. He said that I want you to come to this point. This point is so dearly to me. He said, in fact, I am telling you, you don't know where you are. No, 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 come on. You don't know the time you have wasted. You don't know what you have, you have lost. Listen to me. He said that it is hard because we are, it is hard to make it let you because you have chosen no longer to try to understand. But listen to what he said. He said, even as I talk to you, in fact, though by this time, you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word. Why must I tell you prayer can work? Why must I tell you that the the word of God is productive? Why, Why must I share this thing for you? By this time, you should know that the word of God is able to go through some things. The Bible said the word of God is so important to God. That he has not left the word of God in the hands of anyone. When God speaks his word to you, he doesn't leave it to you to hold it. And to keep it. And to monitor it. But the Bible said what? He watches over his own word to perform it. He doesn't even try. You can't handle his word. So he must watch over his own word to, to all. To perform it. If you understand the quantum, the extensity of the word of God. If you understand what is meant by he picked the foolish things of the world to confine the wise. Do you understand what I just said? He took the foolish things of the world to confine the wise. You know what I just said? He took those that 
He said, those that have been rejected, he takes them and make them perfected and bring them under the, under the feet of many. And they admit that this was a great thing. By the time he finished with David in the wilderness, oh, I like it so much. Some of you look down upon your beginning. The Bible said, though thy beginning may be small, yet thy latter shall be greater. I am here to tell you, if you want to be a Christian, it is a hard work. It is not for babes. He said, by this time, you should be teachers. I'm a teacher. I understand what it means. If you can see the contradistinction between a teacher and a student. A teacher is somebody well equipped to transfer knowledge. And the one who is receiving knowledge is being told that you qualify to all to transfer knowledge. Precious one, we have wasted the resources of heaven. Why? Because we have refused to come to the place to rise up. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how much Jesus prayed. It doesn't matter how much he fasted. There are some things you must go through it. God will never appear until you go through it. Should I prove it? You cannot be resurrected if you are not there. You must die to be resurrected. And if you can't die, you can't be resurrected. He said, I want to beg of you. You must be teachers by now. Not by just saying it, by, by your behavior. Somebody must see and say, why are you behaving like this? And you, I hear people saying that if it had not been God on my side, I would have been, I would have been rejected. I told you many years ago, my aunt, not the teacher. If, if the teacher says this, it's, it's, it may be wrong. But my head teacher told me I will amount to nothing. If your head teacher tells you you will amount to nothing, it is different from the teacher or the TA telling you you will amount to nothing. You must grow yourself. He said, we are teaching you still. You are still depending on milk. I have to phone. Some people must be phoned before they join meetings. So by this time, you should be phoning somebody. Somebody is phoning you. You are eating like the food you cook it. But the Bible is saying that by this time, you should be cooking for somebody to eat. But you are still cooking. You are still eating. Praise the Lord. And that is the problem our next generation will face. As long as our parents are alive and they can cook and we can eat. A time will come. That is where the problem is. A time will come where they will not be there. And who will teach the next generation? I remember my late mom used to prepare a fantastic meal. I know how it tastes like. I know how it looks. I know how it smells like. But I didn't take the light in learning how to cook it. Regardless of how I can explain it to my children, they cannot understand it to be able to translate it into their next generation because I refuse to learn how to cook it. Today I am here to tell somebody, it is time for you to ask questions like, what made them what they are? What made the doc? Now we have a lot of children who don't want to be doctors because you have been told being a doctor or being this is, is a difficult task. If our next generation, everybody says nobody wants to be a doctor. Nobody wants to be this. Nobody. 
A time will come where our hospitals will be empty. I like it when I saw Paul talking. And he said, I'm doing these things not because I want to. I'm doing this thing because not it is easy. But necessity has been laid upon me. I carry it like it is mine. I talk it like it is mine. If somebody has not gone trouble, if you see somebody in trouble and you have not stood in the gap, the Bible said that he paid the debt he did not own. He owned the debt he did not pay. Ah, my, you don't understand this. You don't understand this. If we want to see the next generation rise up, we have people who labored for the, for the gospel. In our generation, ask yourself, are you laboring for the gospel? We have people who can, who can do something, but they choose not to. To be a disciple, to be, uh, to be somebody who God delights in, is a hard word. Praise the Lord. You ought to be teachers by your experience. Praise the Lord. I want to ask you a question. What food are you eating? Are you eating indomie? Or you are eating serenaka? There are certain nutrients that cannot be found in certain things until you grow up to eat some things. What are you? Ask your neighbor, what are you eating? Praise the Lord. Maturity is determined by what you eat. What are you eating? Ask your neighbor, what are you eating? Anyone who leaves on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, say mature, who by constant use. There are some things that you can only receive through constancy. Praise the Lord. Well, there are certain things you can only receive through what? True consistency. Precious one, the reason why you fail is because, not because you, you don't know, but because you refuse to keep on with the constancy. Today, the grace of God will come upon you in the name of Jesus. Now, let me break it down here. Go to Galatians chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4, the message translation said, let me show you the implications of this. Listen, I'm going to tell you the implications of this. If you refuse to grow. As long as the heir is a minor. Another word for minor means a child. He has no advantage over slave. If you don't grow, you will not have advantage over certain things. The word advantage also means advantage also means control. Advantage means superiority. Advantage means a master. If I have an advantage over you, it means like you are a subservient. Praise the Lord. He said he has no advantage over slaves. Though he have no advantage of our world. Let me pick it back again. Who is a slave? A slave is somebody who must work for you. A slave is somebody who has, must work for you. 
But you have made all the slaves. I went just dropped my streets. It's gone. The slaves must work. A slave doesn't know. They don't decide when they work, they, they sleep or when they wake up. Somebody decides for them. And that's called advantage. He said that you have not have advantage over, over this slave. He said, do legally, legitimately. He owns the entire inheritance. He is subject to tutors and administrators until whatever date the father has set for emancipation. That is the way it is with us. When we were minors, listen, it is it is the impartiality of God. Is it this is the way it was with us? It was with us, not because we are the changes you are seeing is that we made a choice to grow. We were just like slaves, all that are run by simple instruction, the tutors and administrators of this world, with no say in the conduct of our own life. I was talking to a young girl not too long ago. I said, because you have refused to obey, you don't know what you are gain- You are losing. Uh-huh, you don't know what you are losing. Tell your neighbor, you don't know what you are losing. If you make a choice tonight to grow, everywhere I work, I want to be, cho- I want to be not among the many who are poor, but I want to be among those who are chosen. I want you to come to the place to mature. Paul is saying that it was with us in the same way when we refused to grow. Nothing happened to us. Holy Spirit, move me now. Make my life whole again. Spirit's view over me. John chapter 21 verse 18 It's a very truly I tell you When you were younger You dressed yourself And went wherever you wanted But when you are old You will stretch out your heart And someone else will dress you And lead you to where you do not want to go Maturity is lacking in the body of Christ 
Precious one, is about time you begin to stretch out. The word stretch out, to stretch out means move out of your comfort zone. The Bible told me, it said, whatever the soles of my feet shall step, I will possess a lot. This is my inheritance. For the fact that I have I've received such a promise, I must mature to come to the place of maturity. And I'll be able to enslave eh, and begin to have advantage over things that have advantage over me. The economy must have, you must have advantage over the economy. You must have, listen. Oh, you have no idea. One of the students I was teaching some time ago, she chose to only, when we tell her to revise, you know what she did? She only revised grade one things. And when she went to write the exam, she was taken because she's able to stop grade one, she qualified for a grade four or for grade three. God is not partial. When you focus all your strength on basic things, basic things will come to you. When you can give what costs you, what costs you can come to you. When I read it, I remember a man of God told me some time ago when I heard the story. There are certain stories when you hear, they hit you. I heard the story. This man of God said, I was in a hotel with many rooms. The Lord led somebody to my door to knock at my door. And said, the Lord told me I should come to room, example, room 446, to come and give this gift to the person there. And I said, how can this be? If the same God, no, 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 no. We are worshiping the same God. Oh, you don't know what it means. Great, great. Oh no, do you understand what it means? Oh, I don't need to know somebody somewhere. The one who carries my breakthrough. I can pray to this God and he can touch that person's heart. And that person will locate me by grace and bless me. Oh, you don't understand that this was for you before. Did you understand what I just said? Do you understand? Listen, there are times you will, you will get you. It's just like a pregnant woman. That you will push so much that you feel there is nowhere I can push again. Push but before you realize, when you get to that equilibrium point, that big level of your pain, that is when God is waiting on the other side. And say, if you can get to this point that many are finding it difficult to come to, when you get to this point, I will take over. You don't understand it. This man called Joseph was in prison. You know the story. Put in pit, sold many times. Like it gets to a point where when you are walking with God, if God doesn't speak for you, nobody can speak for you. The Bible said there is something we believers as God. It's called a dream. The Bible said a dream went into the heart of a man. He got up and dream located Joseph. Understand it. You can enter into an atmosphere and somebody will see say, ah, I don't know you, but I dreamt about you. And I was told in my dream that when I see you, I must show you kindness. You are limited by the number of people you know. That is why you are struggling. He said, Is there any do you know what it takes for somebody to say that? To say that says he said, Is there any
Your maturity is determined by your obedience. Precious one, we do what we do not because it is easy, but because we are compelled by grace. There are times we feel like rebelling, but because of what, what I've been said. Oh, you don't know. When I stop lying, I want to talk to young people. When your parent told you not to go out when you were young, it's not because you, they, they are afraid you go out. It's because of what is coming. You, you can't handle it. Praise the Lord. Not by we. It's a not my will be done, but that will be done. Our maturity must display certain level of competency in the law. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, it says, do, not, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, who correctly handles the word of truth. When your maturity is determined by how you handle the word of truth, how you, you dissect, tricep, bicep, how you handle it. I went through something just, I think this week. Somebody bombarded me with what I don't want to hear. I thought the person was going to have control over me. But in the midst of the aggression and all the confusion, I settled in my spirit and I heard the word. Just do what the person said. <laughs> it takes maturity to descend between what is good and what is evil. Some of you, your wife can be talking to you and it look like your wife wants to control you. Don't look at that your wife wants to. Find out whether what she say it is from God or from the devil. It is not that every time she wants to tell you what you should do. Maybe you are not listening to God and she is the voice through God to you. You don't understand this thing. Display your character. Your, your maturity is displayed in your character. You come in and there is trouble. You say there is no trouble. Let's give it into the hands of God. When people are panicking, your maturity, they tell me how you stand. It is your maturity. Your character is built in your maturity. Praise the Lord. That is why when you live in a family where the father is a child and the mother is a child and you have got children. When children said it is not possible, mother said there is no, it's not possible. Father said it is not possible. You must be able to mature. Tell your neighbor mature. The Bible said in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2, 12 to 15. It said to equip these people for work for service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith, in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. All of us must mature. It is something that we must all. We must all mature. Attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ, then you see that? he said, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the wind, and blown here and there by every wind of teachings, and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheme. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become, in every aspect, the mature body of whom, of him, who is the head. That is Christ. 
Listen, if you don't grow up, you will lose a lot. I spoke to someone. Listen, you have no idea. Wickedness. <laughs> you don't know. If you hey, listen, if you know God and things go wrong, count on him, he will bail you out. There was a time Jesus Christ was passing by and a man cried to Jesus. He said, I need you to help me. I need you to help me. Everybody said, hey, Jesus, this is why you have to listen to him. He is somebody who is helping the gospel to grow. He is laboring in the vineyard. Jesus, you have to help him. Because this man, without him, there are things we wouldn't have been able to do. When God comes into this house, would he find a man who has occupied in the place of complete obedience? Today, you will become obedient. Today, you will grow. Today, you will mature. In the name of Jesus. I don't want to talk about giving you another Somebody would think, I want, I want to take money. But I'm not. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 7. Last one to go. I need the hope. I need the Every heart I need Oh, bless me now, now my Savior I come to Thee Bless the Lord
Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, close your eyes. I want to pray for somebody. Lift up a right hand. That is all I'm asking you to do. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you. Lift up a right hand. I want to pray for you. Place your hand on your chest right now. Your right hand, place it on your chest. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. I pray over the life of everyone who have placed your hands on your chest. That from today, God will strengthen you. The same way Jesus was strengthened. Wherever you have been failing, receive strength to overcome. Wherever you have failed, receive strength to overcome. In the name of Jesus. I pray for that gift that was given to you. It is not God saying the Lord. I pray for that grace over your life. That many who saw you spoke about it. And you fell, but I pray in the name of Jesus. Though the righteous may fall seven times. The Lord is raising you up again in the name of Jesus. Your duck down is not your place in the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name. I want to pray for the last group of people. Listen to me. Look at me. The last group. I'm finished now. There are things you know you are convinced God wants you to do. But when you look around you. You feel like. What God is asking you to do. You are becoming the only different person. You are becoming so different. From among those that you are with in your circle of life. I want to pray for somebody. That what God is calling to you. Example. You feel within your heart. This is an example I have. That God has placed upon your heart. That the time is coming and it is soon. Where you will buy cars and give it to people as a gift. This is not common. Maybe in your environment. People don't do it. And when you share it with people, they will tell you you are mad. It's just an example. If you are one of those kind that what God is asking you to do, you happen to be among the few who are doing it, who have been laid upon. The Bible, there's a story that the, the eagle was among chicken. And he realized that there was something different about it. That he wanted to move into what moves the chickens away. In his environment, he's limited, but he sees greatness. If you are here and you are among this group of people, I want you to lift up a right hand. Something is going to happen. What God is calling you into is too great. And it looks like your environment hasn't got the capacity to embrace it. But you want to, you know what God has told you. Lift up a right hand. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Place it on your chest. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, the strength of the lion come upon them. Give them the boldness in the name of Jesus. I pray by the power of the Holy Ghost. Today, you are rising to embrace that environment in the name of Jesus. I pray that may God give you divine association and group of people. And an atmosphere that will sustain your joy. That will sustain your interest. That will sustain the anointing over your life in the name of Jesus. I pray today that before the end of September, the doors will open for you. I pray that before the end of September, the cause will come for you. The atmosphere will be created for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. The Bible said in the book of Matthew chapter 26, verse number 26. Matthew 26, 26. Thank you, Lord. And give 
said he took the bread and broke it. And the Bible said he gave thanks unto the Lord. Today, I want you to be convinced within your spirit that as we fellowship with this bread and this wine, something will happen to your being in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. You want to receive strength to run through the truth and limp over the walls of limitation. Breaking shackles and imprisonment. Breaking doors. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray. As he picked the wine, he blessed it. As you die today. May you die with the mentality to rise up. To do what you couldn't do before. Amen. To do what your friends told you you should stop. It looked different from what we are doing. Today, strength is coming to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You are about to jump into a dimension of finance, financial freedom you have been longing for. You are about to experience health in your life than you have ever imagined in the name of Jesus. As this is coming right, I want you to be praying before we die together. Let me have Minister Emmanuel. Minister Emmanuel.